Yo. Yo. Welcome. Welcome back uh, to another episode of the Divine the, the Council podcast. This is episode 11. My name is Stefan. It's your boy, Monquay. And uh, finally, dude, after like some technical difficulties, it took us almost a week to do a new episode, but we back at it again. Man, this shit has been wild, dog. Like, it's like one step forward, ten back or some shit. And, like, with us having these tight schedules, we ain't got time to be, like, playing around and ain't got really no time for no mishaps. So, you know, one thing can turn into, like, something that can take really, like, a probably an hour or two can turn into, like, a week. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, shit. We on our money. I mean, and it's it's really incredible to think about how far technology has come, dude. Like to think that we're able to do this. It's, you it's, know, it's crazy. crazy. Like I, I'm still in awe of how niggas was talking through a, a fucking cup and a string back in the day. <laughs> how the fuck did they make that shit happen? Like I, I, that shit's still mind blowing to me, and this shit is even more mind blowing. And, you know, what's, what's even more, even more on another layer, on another level to that shit is like, as each day goes on, it's like technology's advancing faster. So not only are we more advanced now, it's like, it seems like it's getting more advanced faster, which is even scarier. Like before, yeah, okay, we got cell phones. Yeah. But, you know, it did take a little good minute from, you know, from, from, you know, landlines to cell phones. But dude, we going from like cell phones to like VR. Like you know what I mean? Within like a within like a couple years. We're going from like cell phones to like a whole nother like whole nother realm of technology. Right. Like, it ain't like we went from like landlines to cell phones. That, that would be the same as going from landlines to cell phones in like in like five years. That ain't how that shit went. We literally went from down flip phones to like keyboard phones. Within a couple years, keyboard phones to like phones with no motherfucking keyboard within a couple years to like damn tablets. Like, I mean, like it's like it's accelerating. It's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. But, you know, it's it's, it's man made, but you got to enjoy it, too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, we're, we're living in like the what the golden age of, I guess, to us is technology. You know, so we're so many different inventions are coming out right now. You know, you got shit with like uh, 3D printing, which is pretty much I think is the future for like a lot of shit, especially for healthcare. If we're going to be able to uh, 3D print organs and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that is that would be that's going to be groundbreaking. That'll go a long way. That would go a long way. Like. Organs are would be something that would be easier to come by. We can use three D printers. I mean, that would be profound, and I, I agree. That's uh, definitely the future, not just for uh, healthcare construction. Like, yeah, I think the that's like another realm. Like, the sky's the limit. You know, it just really just it takes uh, a, a bright mind. You know, it's definitely minds working on it now to you know take it to that next level. Yeah. It would be crazy to see some down the 3D print organs, dude. Like, what the hell? We're going to be living for them 200 years here soon. Yeah, I mean, because I've seen a video on YouTube where the guy, he 3D printed an airplane or 
or not an airplane, it was a car. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, crazy. They, they can do that with a car. And, you know, they could do that with organs, bro. Like, the sky's the limit for the 3D printing shit. But um, I was thinking on my way um, leaving Best Buy today. I was like, man, like, uh, I was just looking at, looking at the, the concrete. You know, they were outside doing some uh, construction on, like, the outside of uh, the building. I was looking at the concrete and stuff, and I was like, bro, like, I'm like, eventually, man, robots are just going to be out here laying asphalt. And then they're going to take all the hard jobs and we're going to treat the robots bad and they're going to turn on us. And then I was like, I was thinking, I was like, man, have niggas not seen our robot? Cause you, know, <laughs> you know what's interesting? You start, you start talking about robots and that shit had me thinking, man. I jumped back into the Matrix yesterday morning. I went and, uh, and I got some... Um, McDonald's, some McDonald's <laughs> breakfast. I got a couple of McMuffins with it. Long story short, man, this shit is really real. I was in there, you know, it was a busy lobby, and like, yeah, they legit had the machines right there set up. They had one person at the cash cash register, and they had two machines set up the way you can order your food. And they literally, they literally designate a person. They got a person that's like, like a kind of like a hostess slash, um. Like uh, they kind of work in the kitchen. They don't cook food, but they kind of like they'll they'll prepare like drinks and yeah. like prepare like milkshakes. But then they'll like literally what? Where had this lady come up to me? She was like, "Sir, do you want to use a machine?" Swear to God, I shit you not. And not only did she ask me, she asked like like six people around me, and like literally every single person that she asked, we were like, "Nah, we don't want." We, and we said no. And I like looked at one of the guys beside me. He was like a bit like a guy I guess about to go to work in the business suit. And I was like, ain't nobody trying to use no fucking machine. Like I ain't said like in no rude way. Like I like was joking or whatever. And like we all laughed because like that shit was really like I think we all had one of those epiphany type moments. Like we started to realize like, yo, this shit is like this shit is really here. Like it ain't no joke, dog. Like yeah. this shit is really here. Like they literally they got they 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 have somebody that they're paying. That's kind of like trying to guide you to use that machine, dog. Yeah, this, this shit is gonna be on a man. It's gonna go to public transportation. It's gonna be on a deep, deep level. Our robot called it all. Yeah, yeah. I we already got the the, the self driving cars. <laughs> Tesla basically they already got that. That technology is already really, really good. Like they have glitches here and there. It's not perfect. That shit still is really good. It's still working right now. We got robots getting citizenship in the Middle East. Uh, uh, Sophia or Sophie, one of those names. Uh, and talking to pretty much talking like uh, she is sentient already. Talking about, you know, she's going to destroy humans and shit in an interview. You know, if any of y'all, any of the listeners get a chance Look up that on YouTube, uh, Sophie, Sophia, I think. Yeah, it's a fucking robot that pretty much is uh, sentient, I believe, at this point. Well, that's like out there in Dubai. They got the prototype for the um, the highway patrolman robots. Like the policemen, they're trying to they're trying to have a whole police force that's like robots out there. They had like a prototype I seen on um on YouTube in Dubai. Uh-huh. Um, they got like actual robot and motherfucking stop you talk to you like it's that shit's wild and I'm just over here thinking like 
and what reality, you know, of course, besides this bullshit, where they think this shit is like, where, where they think this shit will work in the long run, or like, where they, where, why is it, why do they think this is even worth it? Like, bro, but, like, I mean, we could, I mean, but we could take that to a deeper level, though. Who are they trying to destroy at the end of the day? Oh, it's all rhetoric. Yeah, it's all rhetoric. You know what? You know what the game goes back to. So they just saying they 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 pretty much are like, well, we know this is going to eventually destroy all of humanity, but as long as they don't win, then who cares? You know. And I don't think you're just that. I also think that I do think when you come from different races, like I, I'm starting to think that like. Artificial intelligence in itself, artificial intelligence like um, like Siri, like I mean, like these higher level of intelligence, like, like the Amazon shit. What, yeah, um, Alexa, 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 yeah. like that AI, that type of programming. I'm starting Google, like the Google algorithm, like the like they they're using. They're using a type of software that I think these higher ups actually worship, and I think it's their god, dog. Like I think it's that deep. Like I think that they have to like that's their way of paying back. Like they have to like engulf us in these different layers of technology. This is how they get these ideas because the AI in itself is their god. I think it's that it could be that fucking deep, dog. Because really, at the end of the day, like I know I'm indigenous. You're I I view you as indigenous, but you can view yourself as whatever. I view myself as indigenous, and I view myself as in a within a reality that is kind of divided. And I, I I do see technology as having its positives, but I see that shit as it needs to have it needs to have a ceiling, like it needs to have a certain point. And honestly, like where we're at right now is kind of good. Like I'm good with this. Like we need to still be more so like a natural society, in my opinion. But that's you know beside beside the point. Right. I feel like, but I started, I understand like technology isn't everything. Like I'm the type of person, I'm not always on my phone, but I do enjoy technology. But I think also, I think the higher ups, I think like these Jeff Bezos, like uh, Zuckerberg's, like these higher ups that's in these uh, occult type. Um, Carlos Slim, George Soros. All of them. All of them. Especially in the tech industries. Um Bill Gates, like the Steve Jobs, they they all they're occultists, and their god is the technology that they're creating. This is where they get these ideas from. This is some of where they get the ideas from, because you can never forget they. A lot of the ideas comes from the mind of the indigenous, um, the indigenous being. You can never forget that. But I do think I think AI, like in itself, like. And I learned, I started, that shit made me think about that from uh, one of the uh, Daylight's videos. He said, he said, you know, kind of jokingly, but like, he, you know, he's serious, talking about how Google is God. And I kind of kept on thinking about it. And I was like, he might be on to something. Like, I don't think it's actual Google in itself, but it's like a, it's an algorithm or a software that leaks into all this technology shit that can read, that literally has answers to everything. And what the fuck you think that, what is that? Like... Right. You can't see the motherfucker. You can't hear. But that you know, Google has something in that shit that has answers to everything. But we don't know what the fuck it is. We know like Siri, that motherfucker has can find the answers to damn near everything. But we we can hear it. But it's still like omni omnipresent or whatever. It's not here. 
So I was like, yo, like this shit is wild. It's because, yeah, we, it's a, it's a physical and a spiritual war. Like for real, for real. Yeah, I don't so see, many layers. I don't see how people can sit here and say that we we're not in a, a war right now. Because if anything, uh if anything, the stuff with uh, immigration has shown us, the stuff that black people have to go through every day, the stuff with school shootings, that I mean, all of that traumatic shit is happening like every day and that is a war that that's not just a, a philosophical that that is a that's a that's a physical war that's actual warfare that is taking place a, a race war which is taking place but you know a lot of people are still asleep to that idea so they just you know they just are desensitized to it in a way but I mean, it's similar to what uh, to what Dave Dave Chappelle was saying on his uh his new stand up. That shit's incredible too, by the way. You you got to check it out. Yeah, that shit's incredible, man. That shit is man. Nah, that's a whole. No, I wouldn't probably say it's his best one. I still feel like the one where he's uh 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 let's let's get John on the line. Man, who gives a fuck about what Ja Rule wants to hear about the situation? Like, you know what I'm talking about? The one where he's in the brown in the brown shirt and the uh, jacket yeah. on stage. I still feel like that's his best one. Yeah. The one that he just dropped, I think, give it some time, this shit is going to be, le- like, this shit is going to be more on a legendary status. This one will be remembered more than, than any other one. Yeah, because I, I think the way he addresses uh, topics and stuff is just, he does it in such a, like, like a um, a creative way, it's and, true art. And uh, yeah, and a lot of times, um, I don't think, like I said before, I don't think he looks at himself as funny like that. But people deem what he says is funny. But he he talks about a lot of real shit. But people see it as funny. Like I was laughing throughout the stand up, but a lot of the shit he's talking about. I mean. It's not really funny, but the way he breaks it down, it is funny. And you see the controversy behind it. Like with his transgender jokes, his jokes going at the LG, uh, LBGTQ community, uh, his jokes about being potentially transracial. He did yeah, like... I could get the P. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the P. And he did his like Chinese uh, facial expression. People, you know, people writing articles and all this other shit. Because, I mean, he is one of the last uh, comedians that doesn't give a fuck. He was taking shots at other comedians like Kevin Hart, like Louis C.K. He's friends with them. He took a shot at Kanye. I mean, I'm, we know he's he's good friends with him. So, I mean, it's like a lot of people are scared, but, you know, he's already, he's been in the game for so long, it's like he don't give a fuck. And that And that's what, that's what I really like the most about him. And, you know, I see him as, like, of this generation, he is the GOAT, in my opinion, of comedy. Um, based off of what he talks about alone, you know, it's, it's not no 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 bullshit, you know. Um, and, yeah, that, that stand-up, man, that stand-up was phenomenal, dude. Like, um, I'm trying to think of it. The shit he said about the, the nigger and the faggot shit, like, that shit was... That was oh, great. It's profound. It's profound. 
because we've all, I think we've all, we've we've all encountered that. I know if I know for a fact if you are quote unquote black, you've encountered that situation in your life. And honestly, the way he, the way he, the way he, the way he um pushed the joke, the way he showed the joke to the audience, and and the way he performed the joke, it was so profound that you started to realize, oh shit, like. I've dealt with this shit on multiple occasions. Yeah. And you start to realize, oh, shit. Like, that shit was like an epiphany type moment for, for the original. For real. It really it really was. Like, it's that deep. And piggyback on what you were saying, like, me personally, I think when it comes to comedy, like, when it comes to pure comedy, like, laugh out loud, funniness, I think he's had other ones in the, he's had one other in the past that I think is his funniest. But when it comes to pure art, when it comes to political effect, when it comes to like just the overall, the overall impact that it had on society, this stand up that he just did, I'm gonna say it, man. This shit is gonna be the one that he's remembered for, for right at this at, up at, at this point up into his career. Because I mean, I still think he might have a, he, he still has a uh, this might this might be his prom right now. This is looking like his fucking prom. Can you believe that shit? I can't. Be, I, I really can't believe that shit, dude. <laughs> Because he took so many years off. He took like a decade off. I mean, he's going to be looked at as the greatest comedian of all time if, if barring, you know, it, within the society, you never know what could happen. They could say some crazy shit about I mean, it. They, I mean, they, they trying right now. They trying to get they trying to get him out of the paint because of, um, obviously because of his jokes about like the LGBTQ and the transgender jokes. But, I mean, if you listen to what he says, it's not like he's trying to... Um, There's no disrespect. Yeah, because he said he got he got friends of in the community and shit. You know what I'm saying? Then there was one point where he said, look, I make jokes of, the, you know, of these people because not out of the hate, it's because I can see a part of myself in them. So I, I don't recall him saying anything derogatory. Like, yeah, it yeah. was like very, very raunchy. And but I didn't hear. I didn't. I don't recall him actually saying. You know, calling somebody a faggot. Nah, yeah. Um, cause like again, he he's saying it's jokes, and um, he understands that. Like in the epilogue, a lot of people probably missed the epilogue. It's like twenty-two minutes. It's after the actual stand-up. If you go back, for anybody listening, you go back and look at the more. I think you click on more, and then it's the epilogue. It's like 20 more minutes of material. He has a joke where he's talking about he, uh, he's, he's performing at a small uh, comedy club, and there's a transgender person sitting in the front row. And he was like thinking, he's like, damn, should I do my trans, uh, my trans jokes? And he was like, you know what? He's like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go ahead. He's like, I'm going to do it. He said he was doing the trans jokes, and he said the, the transgender chick was laughing the loudest out of anybody. Like, and he was like, and and then he he said he had a drink with her after the um after the stand up, and she was telling him, well he I think he asked her he was like so you know, so you you thought what I was saying was funny you you didn't have no problems with what I was saying, and she was like no because you made us seem human or normal. By you joking about us. Damn. 
Yeah, he was like, damn, I never thought of it like Never thought about it like that. Yeah. So I mean he I mean he's got a lot of remorse for those um people of all different backgrounds and he he don't give a fuck. He jokes about everybody. You know? He do, he, do, he jokes about his own people more than damn near anybody, dog. Like Yeah. Come on, man. His funniest jokes is well, his funniest his funniest jokes is about Caucasians. But up there is, you know, purple drink. Come on, dog. Uh, yeah. Come on, dude. Most stereotypical shit. Yeah. I you mean, know? this is the dude that did uh, Clayton Bixby, the Come black on. white supremacists. The black. Yeah, I mean, they just be trying to get niggas about the paint because they see this goes to show. This goes, man. We've had this discussion so many times, way before we even had this podcast about how powerful of a tool a comedian is and comedy is. Like, it's the most powerful. Politic, politically and social tool that we really have in our form. Comedy. Yeah. Comedy is more powerful. The second most powerful one, I think, is rap. But first is comedy. Look, I, at, how, look, at, the, look, at, look at the look at society. Look at the world after, after that little shit. He didn't say a single thing that was derogatory. And this motherfucker just literally like paused the whole world, bro. Yeah. yeah. Now just imagine if he talking crazy, bro. Yeah, and I mean, and some of the shit he was saying, like, if you if, if you're not like a Dave Chappelle fan like that, um, I would just say to check this uh, stand out, stand up out because he's addressing he addresses so much shit and specific uh, specifically, you know, he was in like the the black mecca of Atlanta when he filmed it. Um, he was talking a lot of shit, you know, directly. Two black people, not just making jokes, but telling, you know, black people certain things that they should do, such as own firearms, you know, um, such as, uh, what was I going to say? Pretty much band, to, band together, you know, he was talking about, you know, in one part, he asked the crowd, no, he, he said to the crowd, he was like, you know, all this shit that's going on in the country. He was like, you know what can save us? And then people were just shouting out shit. And then he said, black people. That, like, that's it. And then, you know, he was getting um, he was getting a reaction. People were clapping and, and shit. And certain people were just sitting there. Then he was like, and I know what you're thinking. And then he was like, should we? Should we save them? Like, I mean, should we? And, then, you know... And, it's like he's got certain subliminals in all his stand-ups, you know? He's getting more, in every um, stand-up he does, I feel like he's getting more conscious with what he's talking about. So, yeah, I definitely appreciate him. He's like my, he's my favorite comedian. So. Well, you know, this is kind of, this is going to go along with that, but this is going to kind of go off to the side a little bit on what I was thinking about today. And I, I think you heard me say this before about, um, I don't know. I think it's something going to happen in 2020. I think it's going to be something like, I don't know if it's going to be like, I'm not talking about like a natural disaster, but I think it's going to be something on a spiritual level that I don't think we've ever, I think this shit, I think it's going to be something that's going to be just as big as like, it's going to be probably the biggest shit in the last 2000 years. It's going to be something on a spiritual level. And I think you heard me say this before about how like when they, when they were calculating 2012, how I said it was like a gross estimate. It could be plus or minus 
five to ten years. Yeah. Because, you know, the timeline is such a small fraction. To be plus or minus five to ten years, still, if you're predicting this shit thousands of years ago, that still would mean you're within 99%. Like, you're still 99% accurate. So I, I, I was thinking, you know, I think that the higher-ups understand, you know, I don't think they, they understand the timeline, but they don't quite understand, like, specific time. I don't think really nobody understands, like, the exact time when something's going to happen. Yeah. But I think they know a window, which is why they, if you really look at the time period between 2012 and now, man, look at the shit we've been through, man. Yeah, I mean, look at the shit we've been through. Look at all the mass shootings. Look at all the, the black on, uh, not the, Look at all the like young black males getting gunned down. All the, the my all minorities getting gunned down. We got this wall being built. We got all the suicides. We still at war. We got all these. We got the drug epidemic. Yeah. And like if you we we go we still experiencing this shit. But I'm telling you, if we were, uh, in a hundred years, they are gonna look back even at this past decade, and this is some wicked ass shit that we going through. This shit is like we. This shit is some crazy ass shit. Like even with the. No, I have no problem with people being homosexual, but with how they manufactured the social justice warrior LGBT movement, the way they like manufactured, the way they created, like the way they pushed this movement, is like a whole nother level of spiritual warfare. Even the interracial movement, pushing yeah. interracial marriage, like that shit is a whole nother like this this level of spiritual warfare that we have to experience. I don't think anybody else. Like our our grand our parent our grandparents ain't really had to experience this level of spiritual. They they experienced more way more physical warfare, and yeah, they did experience uh, spirit, spiritual warfare. But this shit that we dealing with right now is crazy, and I think it's because the government knew they knew like okay, twenty twelve might be the year, but it might not be the year. And when twenty twelve passed by, they kind of got okay. You know, it might not. It wasn't twenty twelve, but it, I was I always thought. You know, it's 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 probably gonna be within a couple years. Period. I think that's what twenty twenty is, bro. It's ironic that it's another presidential election next year. Um, it's ironic that we've been going through the shit we've been going through, and I think it's the reason why I think it's uh it's been the way it is, especially like a spiritual warfare, is to do something to our um to our ore, to do something to our energy, because I think what happens next year. And I'm gonna um, link you guys to the uh, it's a YouTube channel. I got a uh, I got a little bit of information for him today off of this. Um, he was talking about how basically what's gonna happen is it's gonna be a rapture type event, but on a level of like people are gonna go up in literal dimensions and in consciousness. With but it's gonna be with you're gonna still be on Earth, and like it's more detail to it, but. I started to think, like, I'm like, yo, like, the way I've been moving, the way, like, a lot of a lot of the people I'm connected to, the way we've been moving, you know, the last, you know, last few months, the last year or so, like, certain events have happened to put me in this place to, like, kind of prepare me to, like, I don't know, like, I guess a sin. It's weird. I'm, like, vegetarian now. I just, out of nowhere, woke up and just started starting to just want to eat veg- vegetables and no, really no meat. Um... No, wanted to just really get into just reading more, like higher level activities that I don't even, really, I can't even pinpoint. I mean, I've always been a higher level being, but it's like really accelerated here lately. And I, I got really weeded out in the negative, the negative relationship, the negative energy in my life. And I'm like, 
you know, talking to other people that's kind of going through the same thing. And I'm thinking, you know, certain people that vibrate on a certain level. I think in 2020 or, or like, you know, that year is going to be something that's going to happen on a spiritual level. That I think at the time we might not really understand what's going on, but I think it's going to be something that over like the next 10 to 20 years is going to really transform us. But I think it's going to start next year, though. I think yes. that's, that has to go into technology, too. Yeah, I, I do think um, next year will be big. Yeah, not only for the presidential election, but just because, of, I mean, we're starting a new decade in uh, this time that we're living in, so to speak. So I think that's definitely something new is coming. You know, technology is advancing like crazy. So something new, something crazy will probably drop next year. Um, but yeah, I do think if not physical, a spiritual awakening for many people will happen uh, next year. And just a, a reset, like I've, I've seen on some YouTube channels, I think a spiritual reset, I think that will take place. And the people that are looking are looking to reach a, a certain level of consciousness. So, yeah, I, I think um, big things are coming for, like, the universe that we're in right now. Uh, and, you know, you just got to be mentally prepared for what's to come. And physically prepare, you know, with like uh, your diet, with uh, exercising and stuff. Got to stay on. They know it. They know. Gotta they stay, know the shit's coming. Got to stay hydrated. You know, so if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready when the time is coming. So I yeah. said like this: if people don't, I mean, if you don't realize that what we in is crazy, is is about to shift. All right, for example, I've been doing a lot of, I've been looking into a lot of, like, world news and what's going on in Hong Kong. And, like, man, that shit is pretty fucking, like, that shit's pretty significant. Kind of like a summary of what's going on over there. It's like Hong Kong, long story short, it's like a, like a semi-private, like, I mean, a semi-independent uh, township within China. So it's like, it's still a part of China, but it's like different. And the reason why it's different is because it was like, I think it was under, under British rule for so many years. They broke off in like 1996, signed a treaty to where Hong Kong was still going to be independent from China, but they were going to be independent from China, not forever. It was going to only be up until 2047. Okay, so what ended up happening though I mean, it's a whole bunch of other detail. I learned a lot from this. Uh, it's like a box. Uh, it's a box YouTube, like a quick, quick little documentary that they did on it. Uh, Vox. Um, basically, it was breaking down like how, like, yeah, they were supposed to. Hong Kong in itself is like an individual. It's still a part of China, but it's it's a uh, um it's it's independent, but not forever. But for right now, it's supposed to be independent. But what the, what's going on over there, I mean, them mother, they're going crazy over there. And they're going crazy for a good reason. And they, it's the young people going crazy. Because you got to remember, Hong Kong was under British rule up until like 96. So, you know, you got a kids that was born like around, you know, between the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. They were born in a time where 
within the city of within the place of uh the, the region of Hong Kong. Yeah. They have a democ- they have a democratic rule in Hong Kong. China is under like a it's it's a it's a it's a dictatorship. It's a type of like a free enterprise, I think, dictatorship. But China China the mainland that they they have a literal like they say they have a militaristic type rule when it comes to the police force over its people. So okay, think about that shit. You have a in Hong Kong, you have a democratic rule. That's where that that's more so they're more I think how it is in Hong Kong from when I was doing research on it's more so how it is here and in like Great Britain and like European countries. So that's a big shift between that and mainland China. The problem that's going on over there is like I was saying, you got people, these, the 90s babies, we not, and this is a worldwide thing. And you got a whole generation that was born in the 90s that were born within a time where Hong Kong in itself was doing it, was shifting. So these kids are born within a, within a time period. Even the kids born, like, just imagine the ones born in the early 2000s. They're literally born within a democracy. But what the Chinese government is doing is, they're trying to push that 2047 day up closer. They're trying to make that shit like now. They're trying to make that shit like 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 now, like like soon. They're trying to drop, cut 20 years off of their democracy and pull Hong Kong back into China to put them under another dictatorship. Bro, that would be the same. That would be the same as. That would be the same as us doing uh, us doing that shit here of uh, of us of my, of our parents being born under dictatorship. Literally, us being born in '94. Now you have a free capitalist society. You have a, democ- a, a democratic type of society, to where you do have some more of a free reign. And then all of a sudden, these motherfuckers are going to say they're going to bring you back into a, into a dictatorship. Like that shit is foreign. To, that shit would be foreign to us. That would be the same as, that would be the same as somebody trying to invade our country because that shit is is foreign to us. We never lived under a di- dictatorship. So. Man, I said it before. It's gonna get crazy everywhere else, and then it's gonna get crazy here, and it's gonna be the worst here because they are getting bold as fuck. Because China, like United States, Russia, these are all corporations that are connected. These are all—they're all connected, and they're all doing the—they're all using the same moves within their society. This shit's gonna get crazy over there, dude. That shit—I was mind fucked. I was like, yo, like they really. They they really gonna cut try to cut twenty years off of this treaty that they and it's like it goes even deeper, and the reason why they the reason why they said um because they because one of the leaders they pushed up the bill they attempted to go they've been attempting to try to cut the year short, and they were saying the reason why the bill the reason why they're protesting is because it's like a ninety five percent chance that the bill would get passed because yeah. the way the the Senate is set up like they got a it's not called the Senate but they got a Senate type of of thing that of a uh, of branch there. The way it's set up, they have the people only vote on 40% of the seats. And I think 60% of the seats, which, I mean, you know, reading this as a concept kind of made sense in a way. I mean, it made sense. Still 60%, 60% might be too much, but the 60% of the seats are like for different sectors of the of, of economy. Like you have, a, you have a representative for insurance, representative for uh, medicine. I don't think different representatives, but I can see how they can become corrupt because all these concepts sound good until the you know humans fuck with them. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't see sixty forty being that bad of a um, a breakdown in in terms of uh, distribution with like the voting system. 
you said that 60% that goes to the, the members of that, of that governing body. I, 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 I agree with the 60, 40 part. It was just backwards. I thought the 40% is the only, only part that is the only democratic who, part. Who gets for Who gets, okay. So the 40% goes to the, it's the people. They the like, people. I think it's like 39, 40%. I mean, that's that's what not, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that's bad though. I mean, you still want the people that are governing to have more power than you, not too much more. You want them to have more power than the average Joe. To I get that, but see, you got situations like this. Look at the precedent that this that this situates. Because now that you have sixty percent, now you automatically have the majority of your government controlled already in that sector. Of I guess that it's, I forgot the name of it. It's, um. Since you have 60% control, it's already, I guess, an oligarchical type control. It's already from the higher sectors of the economy. When you have a bill like this, that is extremely detrimental. That's extremely detrimental to the democracy of the people. And You think it should be 50-50? No, I think it should be 60-40 the other way. I think the people should be able to vote on should still have 60, should have majority influence for the, the Democratic part. But, yeah, the 40, 40% should be the uh, higher sectors of the economy with other checks and balances within that. Because I, I feel like in the end, because look at, look, look at what's about to happen. What's about to happen is, because see, China, China and the, the private sector of Hong Kong, I mean, that, that's just going to work out for them. But the private sector of Hong Kong is probably 1% of Hong Kong. This shit makes no sense for the actual society, for the actual, for the actual people of Hong Kong, which is your fucking civilization. This shit makes no sense. Because like I was saying, it's a whole, it's a whole generation, it's a whole decade that were born within a democracy, that literally were born within a democracy. So it's like they're being invaded. So for them to have 60% control, and you already know that they're going to have, it, it makes sense for Hong It makes, because what ends up happening is the, 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 the companies within Hong Kong, the private and even public companies within Hong Kong, since it's semi-independent, semi it's technically its own country. So what they're trying to do is, who, what everybody else is trying to do, they're trying to have China as a trade partner, which makes sense. I mean, I agree with that. But the only way that China wants to become their trade partner is to bring Hong Kong back in. You see how crazy this shit is? So that's when that 60% comes back in. That's politics for you. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying, yeah, they can do that shit. I'm saying it's going to cause a ripple effect everywhere. It's going to cause a ripple effect. That's going to that's gonna be the, the beginning of some big, some crazy shit, bro. I'm not agreeing with it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Okay. I'm just breaking it down. I can see that, you know, because of how China is one of our biggest, uh, what, importers? Yeah. Everything yeah. damn near you see in the country of uh, the U.S. made in China, made in Taiwan, made in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. You know, so if that were to, if they were to implode their government, that's going to, like you said, send that effect. It's going to bring its way over here. Then we have issues with the imports. And then we have issues with uh, the markets, uh, free markets. 
the free enterprise system, you know, if we're lacking the resources uh, to run properly run businesses and services, then that should, you know, this country will crumble just like their country will crumble. You know, so yeah, that that is something important to look into. Uh, this, this I remember like the economic, uh, I guess the macro economics of those countries, you know, the way that we sustain in the United States is, is that we spend more than like we spend, we spend, 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 and, and we actually, our currency, it, it, our currency is reliable, but we spend, but on the flip side, as much as China produces is as much as we spend. So like, we're like the inverse of China. So that's how our economy sustains. But like you were saying, we got to spend, we got to have shit to buy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And China is very important to us in that regard. So, yeah, hope, you know, hopefully they can uh, they can work it out, you know, so that I mean, it won't go down that way, that route. But who knows 20 years from now what it will look like. There was something else. There was another. Um, there was like another world issue that I seen. I was watching a live stream earlier today. It was a group of women, and they were talking about like the Popeyes um, versus Chick Fil A, and then they were they were giving like a deeper narrative to that. But real quick, I wanted to ask you your take on that: the Popeyes and versus the Chick Fil A. Oh, I got time today. Oh man, man! This shit, first off, man, it's spiritual warfare on a whole other level. This is a, uh, it's, it's, it creates division. Um, because first off, let's just put it into perspective. I've been seeing I don't eat. I might eat chicken every couple months, like every once a month, once a month here and there. I'm not perfect. She ain't nobody fucking perfect. That's a part of being human. But anyway, I've been hearing you know people that eat chicken, different forms, different stuff I've seen on social media, stuff I've been hearing. This Popeye's chicken sandwich has been out since January. No, I've heard I've heard longer than that. Honestly, um, I was twenty eighteen. Yeah, I, well, I was watching um stars stars live stream, uh, and he he had somebody a caller call in from South Carolina. He said they had that sandwich like a couple years ago. Like they've been had it. And like yeah. and he said, it's like they they tested it in certain locations. I don't know if I was if I told you, but I told somebody that Chick Fil A had mac and cheese like a year ago. Yep, I got that shit. Yeah, and now they're now it's uh, they're rolling it out nationwide. You want to know why? Perfect timing to roll some roll another layer of spiritual warfare on. Whenever we about to uncover the biggest pedophile ring known that we've ever fucking. Perfect time to roll this shit out when we about to literally. Literally, literally, when they about to literally have no choice but to, uh, to uncover the biggest pedophile ring that, that we've ever heard of in history. One, two, perfect timing to get our, get our minds off the fact that the Amazon is going to basically be burnt all the way the fuck down, and you know they're going to basically try to build another civilization right down there. Um, but I, I'm gonna get to that. But really, all this shit is is just a uh, cause. See, people are still vibrating. Y'all got to remember 2020 coming up. This shit kind of scared. Well, it didn't scare me because it's not not everybody chosen. You know, I I did send a meme in the group chat, but I, that's the only thing I really posted about it. And you know, you gotta always realize, like, even though you, as long as you're aware of it, 
and you don't, you know, delve into the bullshit, you can play here and there. And I thought that shit, I thought it was funny, but I'm aware of what's going on. But what's happening right now is, um, with this shit already being out, it's basically a cover-up. It's a cover-up, but it's even deeper than that. It's even deeper than that. If you look at this, look at that fucking chicken sandwich. That ain't even probably chicken. Nah, bro. They ran out of chicken within what the couple weeks. They're they're literally they saying they're sold out. They're not selling it no more. Um, I don't know if you seen um, my Instagram. I had posted. Um, I was in Greenville last weekend and I was leaving. And you know, um, when you're going into Greenville off of uh, I can't think of the I think yeah off of Tenth Street. There, there's that Popeyes by the hospital. That Popeyes had cars on the highway, like all the way down to like the intersection where it meets across from where uh, Cookout is and that um, that Asian restaurant. They had cars lined up. That's like, fucking crazy. Not even, bro. not even moving. The cars weren't moving. Just trying to get into Popeyes. I was it's like, it's so many layers to this shit, man. I'm we like, can talk I, ain't seen, I ain't never seen no no um no shit like that for fast food. See, the spiritual warfare, okay, I'm going to start on the small, uh, on on this one topic. The spiritual warfare that happened is, okay, it's still perpetuating the stereotype of, you know, the fried chicken. and Yeah, then, black, yeah black people love. I mean, I was seeing shit like Quavo. What, I seen a, bro, that seen shit was some goofy. crazy shit. Bro, that shit was so goofy. He was like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I heard y'all want that chicken sandwich. He's he like, we're we going to sell them a, a thousand per. And then he, he did his, uh, he's a boom. And then he, the way he opened up the um the trunk, you thought he was gonna have that shit filled with sandwiches. That nigga had like a fucking JC's penny bag with like four sandwiches in that bitch. I was like, bro, get out of here with this bullshit. So you see the okay, so the spiritual world. I mean, it's still perpetuating this, the stereotypes of. Um, I mean, like I said, ain't nothing wrong with meat. It's just I think it's wrong with how we consume and how we prepare it, and how we kind of how we eat it. Um. You have fried foods here and there. You're not, that's not your majority of your diet. Um, but it's uh, the spiritual warfare is perpetuating this, the stereotype. While they trying to promote to us a fried chicken sandwich, nobody else is trying to trying to ha have us as a leading demographic for a Beyond Beyond Meat Whopper or the Beyond. Why? Why? Where's Chick Fil A at? You know, they just they just had the um. The fried, the, uh, the the vegan chicken wings. I'm just saying, just the, the imagery of it, the imagery of it. Fit Bruh, perfect to they, they didn't have the to, stereotype that we already kind of. Because I mean, yeah, it, it's it's a shame how the black community is because this shit blew up because of uh, black Twitter. Black Twitter is the reason why this shit blew up. It took over social media for like um, a week and. You got fucking Popeyes on Chick-fil-A on Twitter at and Chick-fil-A talking about some y'all good? Like they trying to have some damn um they trying to they trying to speak in slang and shit. Right. You know what I'm when saying? When it's not even owned by a black person, it's owned by a white woman. It's not. I um I hope nobody but thinks that that black spokeswoman owns a goddamn thing. She don't own shit. She might have a couple shares. <laughs> That's it. That's it. She don't own. Yeah, they're not even public. Probably, I don't even know who where Popeyes because my mom was like talking about Popeyes stock. I was like, I don't, 
I know Popeye's, I'm pretty sure that's not even a public company. This goes on to the, so I'm going to talk about that. This is going to go off to the side, but let me, the spiritual warfare, it's just a little bit left. I'm going to talk about that. The spiritual warfare, um, it adds another kind of, uh, this is adding like a spirit on the spiritual realm. It's causing a race war. That shit is deep. Like on the spiritual realm, it's causing another race war because I mean, I'm seeing shit get out of hand where even people are people. I mean, and that's funny. These are funny jokes, but we also got to, I got to, we got to realize that 99% of the people are not going to look at it the way we're looking at it. They don't have that filter to be able to realize, oh, this is some spiritual warfare. They look at that shit like, oh, ha, it's funny because they believe that shit. I'm laughing this shit because I think it's just fucking funny because it's, it's some belief to some of these jokes, but it's not fact. And I know for a simple fact, the biggest, the bigger picture is, this is this is uh, this is a weapon. This is a tool. But seeing you know, seeing initially seeing the memes where it's like, you know, Chick Fil A chicken sandwich tastes like uh, Becky cooked it and un- didn't see- didn't use any seasoning, which is fucking false. We all know that is fucking false. Let's be real. We all know that's fucking false. Chick Fil A shit is fucking flames too. Let's be real. That's why I didn't, that didn't even make, it didn't even make no sense on that level. Cause I'm like, the shit is good, but like both of the shits are good. It's fucking fast food. Like it's all processed. They're all created to be good. Like it's all packed with sodium. All of that's, that's why it really, tastes good. All of this is fucking crap. That's going, that shit is they, they, they say, all they create they shit sprinkle, to taste they, good. They sprinkle a little bit of crack on the end of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before they, they finish the sandwich. And I'm, I don't, what, what do people think MSG was? I'm, I, I think they still use MSG. Like, what do you think that shit is? <laughs> that shit is some shit literally made in a motherfucking food lab. Like, it's not no shit you can just go out here and it's literally like a food uh, flavor enhancer. What is that? What is a flavor enhancer, nigga? Like, what is that? It ain't, it ain't no flavor uh-huh. enhancer because of spices. It's a flavor enhancer because it's a fucking chemical. That's why niggas is allergic to that shit. But that's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah, so it's causing a race war on a spiritual plane, which we're already in a bigger race war. But I feel like a lot of times this shit is unnecessary. Like, I feel like this shit is unnecessary. Like, but, it's, but people are vibrating so low on both, on all sides, just in, in the world in general, that it's caused like a race war on the spiritual realm. You see people say some crazy shit like uh, Popeye's sandwich look like it ain't seen his father in like three years. But it don't even make sense. So like that's when I saw the peak. Like, yo, this shit is like, this is, I mean, I already knew it was manufactured, but I like, after okay. this shit started going on for a week, I was like, it's, yeah. It's, it's mad, it, you know, it's mass manipulation, you know, because um, you look at the videos of people they going in there, niggas in there with fucking choirs singing about how good the chicken is and shit. He got, he, yeah, cooning, you know, sambo and just uh, shucking and jiving. You got. They needed, they needed another. They needed a spiritual tactic to, to to try to like drop us down another notch because yeah, they, they, they know they know what's got, happening. You got people in there fighting over the chicken, fighting the employees over the chicken, bro. Like. It's Look a, at these it's a, it's a menstrual show. That's what it is. That's all it is. So it's, I'm going to piggyback into the next tactic. You know, this is just off the top of my head. This is, I mean, if I had more time to think about it, it could be layers and layers. I could probably incorporate the Amazon into this shit. But um, 
And I will actually incorporate Amazon, and that, that's going to be more so a conspiracy theory. But this shit I'm talking about right now, speaking all up to that, I like, but I'm, I'm, this is what I'm like believing in. Um, the second part is economics behind it. Um, they knew, they knew the right thing to get that dollar in their pocket. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to actually look up because really at the end of the day, I'm deeply into stocks. I'm thinking, and I've never done the research, I'm thinking, you know, more than likely Popeye's and KFC are owned by the same restaurant group. And it may be a publicly traded company. Now, you can't probably buy stocks into Popeye, but it might be like ConAgra Foods, like one of these big-ass food monopoly corporations that own, like, they probably own Popeye's, KFC, like different restaurants. So on an economical level, what I'm starting to think about, I'm going to look it up right now. The first thing is the power of the black of the, of the black dollar, quote unquote black dollar. Um, you know, that's the first thing. Motherfucking Popeyes. Popeyes. I mean, Jesus Christ, just look at how much money. Fucking pop like Popeyes, you know, and, and, and the indigenous and a real indigenous person that from somebody that used to, you know, that come from chick fried chicken connoisseurs. Like, I mean, that's basically every fucking black person in the South. We have, we have, we know fried, we know or are fried chicken connoisseurs, period. Most people I know, Popeye's ain't, ain't even on the rim of fried, like, Popeye's is good, but, like, Popeye's ain't even in the top three. Now, it's a lot of people that's got, Popeye's is still popular, but I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is, this is an economic tactic to, to position Popeyes above the other leaders who I think had better quality. You know, for example, in my opinion, when I ate chicken, the best fried chicken from the fast food, now the fast food chicken ain't cannot compare to like any of our down home. Like I'm not even gonna talk about that shit. Like RJ's and and uh Chicken King and I ain't gonna talk about them tight. Like, we ain't even, we already know that's a whole nother level. Like, that shit is like godly. When we talk about fast food chicken, most people I know, number one, fast food is Turkish or Bojangles. I, 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 I got, yeah, I was thinking of churches. Uh, you know, r r real niggas go to churches, you know what I'm saying? They got the good, they got the good honey biscuits and shit that come with it. <laughs> And I'll go I, up in the hood, you get a goddamn two-piece meal with a fixin' a honey biscuit for like three dollars. And yeah, Bojangles are obviously, you know what I'm saying? We kind of biased with that shit, but Bojangles is fire. And I worked there for a minute too, so um, but I was gonna say if they start cooking the actual pieces of chicken, like the thighs, the breasts, shit like that, Zaxby's. Zaxby's oh, yeah. is pretty good. But see, I wasn't even I'm I'm thinking like I'm talking about bone in like I'm talking about because see really at the end of the day, churches and care churches and um Chick Fil A not even in the same realm. Yeah, I'm talking about bone in. I'm talking about within churches realm. They weren't even a leader. I mean, shit. I, we had a um discussion today at work. Uh, we were celebrating a couple of uh, coworkers' birthdays, and um I had brought up that the Popeye situation. And I said, you know, a place that really has good chicken, gas stations. And uh, yep. 
You got to go to the right gas station, bro. Like, go. they got some good burgers too. Yeah, some damn good food in there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But on a, on an economical level, and I'm gonna look up on an economical level, it shows the power of the quote unquote black dollar. Um, just how much power I guess. Goddamn black Twitter, bro. All we doing is posting fucking memes, and now we got this. In my opinion. This above above average chicken chain. This not this motherfucker literally off of fucking Twitter, off of my people. Now this motherfucker is gonna go probably be. This is gonna be one of the most popular. Like Popeyes is not gonna be. The, it's like the biggest. We could probably say it's the biggest fast food chicken chain. Like at least for right now. And I think this kind of threw it over the edge. Yeah. And I'm like you fucking hey. idiot. Like come on, my people. Why can't we do this shit for ourselves? I mean, mother motherfuckers don't really care about black business, bro. Like, and the chicken ain't even that good, bro. Like, I can make a chicken sandwich, bro. Like, you can make a chicken sandwich better. Like, it ain't nothing like homemade food. What you know how to? What you know what you making? It's a, like, shit ain't think, even worth it. That's a a lot of it, man. A, a lot of it goes back to wanting acceptance from the dominant society. So you you spend all this time, you know, what I'm saying making. People on uh, social media, like, going for Popeye's, going for Chick-fil-A, you know, entertainment. You know, you want to please, you know, you want to get, garner attention. And you get attention from um, from white people, and then you get these YouTubers that promote this type, these types of things because they want promotion. So it, it, I think it goes back to that. goes back to people wanting to please white mommy and daddy. Um and yeah, it's a shame because you know we could put a lot of that money into black businesses. We could blow uh, RJs up just like that overnight if we. I mean, if we really tried, but instead we're just going to another white-owned institution and making them more popular. And now what they're going to do with that chicken sandwich is similar to what McDonald's does. They're going to uh, say that they're, they're out of it because they're backing up, charge it. They yeah they they they're gonna say that they're out of it and um they probably towards the end they probably weren't even selling actual chicken to begin with they're gonna bring it back like the McRib they're yep. gonna that shit they're gonna have it special like throughout the years it's gonna be a seasonal item and they're just gonna be racking in bread from that man and I mean good good business move but it's some yeah, bullshit marketing I seen I seen a um. A statistics that said they they saved like over twenty million dollars in marketing uh, mm -hmm. on Black Twitter based off of yeah based off of the promotion from Black Twitter. I think I mean you can't bro twenty mil nah dog I think it's more than that. You can't put a number like I don't think Popeyes ain't have to do nothing, bro. No commercials. No commercials, bro. Not a single one, bro. They ain't had to do shit. So to say twenty three mil, come on, nah. So, the next step, the conspiracy part. It's interesting that we now getting all the, we getting these, we getting this up, we got this uptick of, uh, of different various meats. Different meats, you know, we got, we got the yeah. Beyond Meat Burger, and I ate, I tried the, uh, that Whopper, and, <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay, I'm gonna lay that. I'm, I'm gonna keep that to after I tell you. I tried the Whopper. It's really good. Okay. I, I, I was just trying it because I'm vegetarian and I just wanted to really see. 
I tried that. I will say that. And it was it was actually damn good, but that's the first and probably last time and I ate it. I mean, there's a lot of good vegan uh solutions out there. Um, but yeah, um uh, it's interesting how we have all these the uh KFC comes out with the vegan fried chicken. Beyond the meat. All, it's it's all beyond the meat, right? Yep. Which I would say if you you know, you still got to, I mean, I still, I'm still trying to make a little bit of money. I'll probably put a little bit in the Beyond Meat. You heard me say this early in the, early in the year. You heard me say this shit. I, I put it in the group message. that y'all, man, the Beyond Meat about to go crazy in the fast food chain. They about to create this burger and they about to just go ham. What the fuck did they do that two weeks later? That's when the fucking Walker came out. And then all of a sudden now you see, so yeah, Beyond Meat and all that shit is, all that shit is, is nanotechnology. But I'll get, I'll get to that shit. Um, that's why they're pushing that shit, because the government ain't going to push nothing that's going to really help us. That's why I've been kind of questioning my vegetarianism, because it's like, like I'm, over, I'm starting to look at reading chemicals and doing research on even a lot of this vegan shit, even the shit that ain't got chemicals in it, on the ingredients. And I'm, but I'm starting to really think and research, and I'm like, nah, man, this is, a, this is, a physical, this is another physical warfare tool, but... Um, I find it kind of ironic that the Amazon is burning down and all this shit. We have all these different fast food items, these different meats, these different, all at once. All at once. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm not lying. I'm, I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about that meme of R. Kelly with the, the koopy on the red eyes. <laughs> Think. Like, they, they get, they're killing the animals in the rainforest and they're putting them in Making us think that it's chicken, but not nah, some damn elk or some shit. Some nah, not not no fucking elk. That's some goddamn magical fucking unicorn or some shit down in that. In a, I mean, Amazon is so fucking big. Yeah. Shit, it's bigger than the United States, I believe. If you look at it, this from the it's map, the massive in uh, Brazil. That shit is like that shit goes through like like I think it's like nine. It's like eleven. It's a it's a whole bunch of countries. That shit is like almost 75%. I think Amazon is like 60% of South America. Bro. And I mean, it wasn't natural the way it's being burned down. White people are burning it down. Already, already know. Jeff Bezos. Uh, what's, the, what's the nigga name? Uh, Elon Musk. Zuckerberg. The CIA, bro. They burning it. Bro, I mean, what about this? How much? Bro, you got to think about how... It ain't no more land anywhere else. That's the last really free space of land, bro. I can think of in this hemisphere that they ain't really fucked unless, with. Unless they uh they they uh they keep telling us about uh global warming and then they finally unmelt Antarctica. Well, that that, <laughs> that we know of, I feel like it's thousands, it's it's hundreds of continents and shit with outside of an ice ring, which that's what the North and South Pole is. It ain't nothing but an ice ring that covers us, that locks us within. But it's different, like, it's different. I don't think it's the, the, those icebergs are, like, fucking, they act as gates. They're not there, literally, to be gates, but all it is is pieces of ice that make it hard, to make it hard to go to, to, to leave out of the ice ring. All I think of the North and South Pole is a big ass ice ring around all our land masses. But when you get when you start getting so so far down there where you start to get to icebergs, 
just imagine like it's just pieces of their ice of their ice ring breaking off. But then yeah. that shit creates it to where it's unnavigable or extremely hard to navigate. And then you gotta find you gotta find the exit entry or the, uh, not the <laughs> the exit point out of the fucking ice ring. I think that's what that shit is. I think it's land, but I think it is. I think it's still hard for them niggas to get outside of that shit. But I think you can. I think you can get outside. Hey, of it. They used to them extreme conditions though. <laughs> yeah. You know, shout out to your cool. Yeah, <laughs> your cool Yeah. I'm about to look up how much land does uh the how much uh mass or land mass is uh the Amazon cover in South America. Isn't isn't the uh, Amazon considered one of the seven wonders of the world. I can't remember all the top of my head, but I wouldn't. I mean, I, I would say uh, like, in uh, my opinion, I think this shit is. I think this shit is is okay with the, with the burning of the Amazon. We about to get the craziest hurricanes that I think we've ever experienced. Like, it's yeah, we got we got one that's about to touch down in uh, Florida. Hurricane Dorian is looking to be a Category Four hurricane. Yeah, so I think it's just going to cause a ripple effect. But like I said. They're just trying to create so much chaos to get us to like stay on to be on a negative uh, low frequency because I think it's gonna be something that's gonna happen next year to where you're gonna it's gonna be within all of us to where you either you either gonna be able to expand and shoot up and be enlightened or that you're gonna stay on that negative frequency and you're gonna be stuck. I think that's all they're doing, dog. Like for real, the Amazon covers 2.1 million square miles of land in South America. Yeah, that's crazy. So, <laughs> just destroying nature, deforestation, and you know, Mother Nature as a way of getting its uh, revenge. And yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Look up two point two point one million square. So yeah, with the Amazon burning, I, my conspiracy was, um. Was that that was, you know, the remnants of some of that shit that they burning down there? Because I don't think they just burning it for land. They burning it because we are we are we are awakening and we are enlightening ourselves. And I think I have, I've read somewhere where we haven't even discovered ninety percent of the shit that's in the rainforest or something like that. Yeah, like something wild. You go, you take your ass in that motherfucking rainforest if you if you want, bro. You're gonna probably it's probably goddamn. Not only is it different different species of snakes and spiders, but it motherfuckers probably so goddamn big because they're getting this hella nutrients in that, bro. Man, hell no. So another layer to that shit that I think is going on with the Amazon forest is with them burning that shit. Now we are gonna start seeing big ass fucking. Man, we're gonna probably start seeing crazy ass shit. We're gonna start seeing different species of snakes, motherfuckers as long as school buses and shit. Strictors and anacondas and damn been out there mating. It's real life anaconda, the movie, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's this shit is gonna cause it's gonna get real. Like, cause where them not all them animals are gonna die. Like, they gotta go somewhere. So like they gotta they're gonna go to the land around it. So you're gonna have different. You're gonna have different diseases that's about to come up. But it's 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 different layers to why they did it. I think one of the one of the, another big reason why they did it is because we're becoming enlightened and awake and awakening. And it's some it's some chemical, it's it's herbs. It's herbs and it's it's actual animals 
it's different shit that we can eat and ingest in that rainforest that I feel like we were about to become there or that we're about to become easily accessible because of the technology and because of the shift that's about to occur. And I think it was it was different. And it wasn't just one, it's not just one herb. I think it's just thousands and millions of different shit down there that can give us different powers and shit. That a lot of people now, now that we're waking up, people are gonna try to venture down there. We're gonna try to actually venture down there and try to, you know, talk to the shamans and and spread their consciousness to try to because I think the shamans, I think the people down there know. But you gotta think they're not connected to this technology shit. But I think they know it's oh, this herb right here can probably kill every every bacteria in your body. Or this herb right here can make can let you talk to your to your ancestors at this certain date if you do this ritual. Like, I think they know they know that shit. Yeah. That's why they had to burn that shit. Because everybody on an individual level is specifically the, in, the indigenous people in, in America are, are on the spiritual path because we're becoming awakened. And it's shit in that force that would have made it a lot easier and accelerated that process. So they thought by burning down that, burning it down, that it would, it would you know, hurt that, it would slow that process. All it is, is all they're doing is slowing the process down. But they also wanted to burn all that land down to put, I think, a whole nother civilization down there. Um, a whole nother civilization, whole bunch of businesses. I don't know. I I feel like once they start it, they're not gonna be able to finish it, man, because of the uh, nature. Nature's gonna. I, I feel like nature's gonna run the course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're gonna. I think the Amazon mostly gonna get burnt down. I don't think they're gonna be able to burn the whole thing down. I mean, that's gonna that's virtually impossible. Um, because it's it's a it's an actual it's an actual like thing like you know what I mean like the Amazon has so much so many different pieces to it. Right. Um, you could say that this fucking flower is the Amazon. Like these this group of flowers is the last remaining part. Like it'd be extremely hard to do that. Um, but I think this is this is their mindset. This is what their this is their mindset. This is a, it's them burning that down. Um they can burn that down. It's gonna be a spiritual warfare to the indigenous people, to the indigenous tribes down there, to the indigenous tribes all across the planet. So a spiritual warfare on that level. It's going to be detrimental because it's going to start. I think it's going to uncover more diseases. Um, it's going to affect the air quality. Um, it's going to uncover different animals that we that were like within that rainforest that I think are going to evolve and, and venture out. That's going to cause disease and terror. Um, new forms of uh, Pokemon. Crazy shit. We about to see some crazy shit. Um, and um, they can. They can burn that land down to plant more opium, more marijuana. Um, they can, I mean, this disguise the limit. They want to burn that land down to create, basically create another civilization and, and more industry. But this shit is so massive and so important. I think this goes back to what we were saying before on why they haven't tried to blow the pyramids up. And why I think it's certain shit on the planet that has so that out here before like certain energy, they have a certain energy frequency that if you fuck with it, it will basically make the planet self-destruct. Or it will make the planet react in a way to where it knows it's being, it will, them burning the motherfucking rain. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a living, it's, the planet is alive very much. Exactly. Them burning the rainforest down would be the same as on, on that level, on that, on, on the earth, on the highest dimension of the, of the conscious earth. 
that would be the same as us on in our physical body. That would be the same as us having like fucking pneumonia or some shit, or having having like stage four lung cancer. You know, like that would be the same. What what, what we gonna do? You gonna get a bronch? You gonna get your lungs cleaned out? You gonna get antibiotic? You gonna be on a ventilator? You gonna be sick as fuck? Yeah. What you gonna be doing? You gonna be doing different shit to fight that motherfucker off? You gonna have a temperature? So it's gonna get hotter. <laughs> right. It's gonna get hotter. You are gonna have a temperature? You know that that that, that shit goes so deep right there. Um, you gonna it's gonna be use different mechanisms to kill to try to not self destruct, but um, uh, immune responses. So I think with them burning the rainforest down, well, I don't think it's, what's gonna happen is the earth is gonna go fucking. It's gonna be earthquakes. It's gonna go. Have, it's gonna start happening. We're gonna have crazy ass earthquakes. It's gonna be like. Crazy hurricanes, yeah. Which I mean, we already seeing that shit, but it's yeah, gonna be more earthquakes. Was, yeah, and I was about to say, yeah, with the earthquakes and you know the hurricanes. I are, said that shit last year. Hurricanes are, shit. Yeah, hurricanes are uh, getting stronger every year, and there was a a video <laughs> of a, a newscaster who was talking about the new hurricane, the Hurricane Dorian. They pretty much said. You know, if it goes a little more left into uh, Florida, if you're in this area, you're gonna die. Like he's like, there's no That's way. Crazy. He's like, there's no way you're gonna be able to sustain this type, these type of winds. You're gonna be. There's no way you can be. There's no way you can sustain that or abstain it. Not if that's not even a word, but you know what I mean. Like defend against that. Dog, so, you remember when I was. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, I was just uh, saying, you know, about that, that these storms every year, they're getting stronger. And it's not just because of the warming of temperatures. It's it's more than that. We, I mean, everything we do to affect nature, I mean, it, it takes its, uh, takes a course and, um, or takes its course. And these storms always develop up from off the coast of Africa. So that's something to think about. You remember me saying early in the year when I had to like call about my renters insurance and how like the um the company was based in Florida. This is like only like this is like three months ago. This was like in like April. It was in April, March. And I had called and like the, my insurance company, my uh, renters insurance company is based in Florida. Yeah. I shit you not, in April, I was on hold for 35 minutes. And the message was, they were literally, they were literally still, they still had so many, so many open cases, so many, um, so much call volume related to the hurricane. Uh, I forgot what hurricane. It was, man, there's been so many hurricanes. I don't remember these fucking names. But whatever hurricanes hit them last year, they were still... Like the message was talking about, you know, if you're calling about hurricanes such and such, um, we are basically explaining on what they that they were working on, all that shit, whatever, whatever. And I was sitting there thinking, like, yo, like it's still it's still that bad down there. And yeah. this motherfucking April. And I was seeing somewhere where technically, technically now they move hurricane season up to like um they moved it up a, uh, like a month and a half or some shit. I remember they were talking about a tropical storm in July, dog. I thought, 
Then uh, no hurricane season start in June, like late. Yeah, that's why. Because I, 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 I said I was like, yeah, I've heard hurricane season starts in June. It used to start in like September, but I was like, I've heard where now they're talking about hurricane season is in like from June to like late September, October, or even later than that. But I remember specifically because I wanted to be a meteorologist. The motherfuckers growing up, them hur- hurricane season was specifically like early September. Through like or like like late August, early September through like mid November, early November. That's it. Now that shit is like June to like November, bro. Yeah, that's. I remember it was like June, July. Tropical was a tropical. There was about a tropical storm. I was like in a patient room and it was looking at on uh, WRL. And I was like, yo. I seen a report. They were saying this storm could probably be as powerful as Hurricane Andrew, which I mean, when Hurricane Andrew hit, you know, we were still young and stuff, but I remember the flooding from that. Uh, it was like really flooded in the area that I was in. And uh, our big one was Hurricane Hugo. That one was uh, category four, and that was the one that had the craziest path ever where the shit. It came on. It came up through like Florida, but it went mainland all the way to like damn near Tennessee or some shit. Um, so that's how we got here. It, it was a category three or four when we got here. It was like damn near in the mountains, but then it went back out to the water and like was up the coast and got more power. It got more powerful. Shit was crazy, bro. Shit. Yeah, y'all remember the name of that that hurricane up. Uh... I think one of my coworkers they they talked about that once, but yeah, these uh these storms, man, they just continue to get stronger every year, and it's like you think you hope that um, none of them affects you, but it seems like multiple times every year now you're gonna get hit by something, if not a hurricane, a tropical storm at least. So. Trying to, she's trying to cleanse all this shit, man. Like, you gotta think we cutting the fucking trees down. They spilling shit in the water. Only thing water is 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 the is blood. That's the blood of the being that we in. That's why we bathe in it. What does Christ say? Bathe in the. You basically gotta bathe in the fluid of God. Like, what's what the fucking shower is? But that's what water is. It's fucking blood of the planet that we live on. This motherfucker is alive. Like. We dumping shit in the water, dumping oil down. Yeah, so it's what it's time to. They're gonna shit probably gonna get reset or something, and it's it's yeah. really sad because I don't I don't sit back. My my mind's I ain't sitting back then about like dumping fucking garbage into the water, bro. Like in no reality do I think that that shit's gonna even work. <laughs> and you're you're. These are CEOs, you know what I mean? Nigga, you got the mind to create a to invent some shit. You ain't got the, the mind to like dispose of garbage and to clean water properly. Come on, man. Yes, yeah, crazy. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame that the time we living in. Like I seen that documentary on YouTube. It was about plastic, and then uh, uh Pharrell was in it. It was just showing how much plastic we waste every year and what it's doing to, like, the the sea life 
and no and shit, dude. It's fucked up, man. But I mean, it's ir- it's irreversible, pretty much at this point. I mean, we can do shit over time, but the damage has been done permanently. So, and they said they got islands of trash. Yeah. So much trash been dumped in the damn water. Yeah. But man, I, I feel like we covered a good bit on this episode. Man, this is nice. Yeah, I think it's a it's a pack with information. Shit. Nice episode. Yeah, for oh, sure. Shit. Well, I would say, you know, this wraps up uh, episode 11. Yeah. Of the Vine Council podcast. This is Mon Quay. And this is Stefan. And um, enjoy y'all's weekend. Be safe. You know, um, get back to it soon. Just be on the look, look out for another podcast. Um, and we out. Peace.